Welcome to another Astros podcast. And greetings from Fit Team Ballpark of the Palm Beaches in West Palm Beach, Florida, where today the Houston Astros continue Grapefruit League play as they take on the Miami Marlins. Yesterday, the Astros fell to the Nationals 14-8. Ronnie Dawson, Jack Mayfield, each with two hits in the game. Dawson drove in a couple of runs, but the Astros fell to 2-3-1 and one this spring. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Brad Peacock getting the start today, and with Josh James going down with the quad injury that takes him out of consideration for that fifth starter spot, competition really ratchets up for the rest of the group, especially Peacock. It does, you know, and everybody's gotten accustomed to what he's been able to do out of the bullpen the last two years. He did spell the rotation in 2017 for a good couple months and did great in the rotation. And we've certainly seen Brad excel in both spots, but don't go to sleep on him. I mean, he, he's a pitcher who can really give you a lot of quality innings uh, in the back end of your rotation. And what we've seen in the backfields in the early going, he looks lights out. Sandy Alcantara getting the ball for the Marlins. And the Marlins, of course, they're, they're looking to the youth and Alcantara pitcher they got in the Marcelo Zuna trade from the St. Louis Cardinals was pretty good in six big league starts last year. Yeah, he's got a lot of upside. They're really high on Alcantara. They feel like he's going to be a mainstay in their their bullpen. Whether or not it's this year or not, we're really not sure. Could be a member in their bullpen too, but uh, he's got lightning in that arm. He's got good weapons uh, across the board. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. And today we're going to see a lot of the regulars. When you look at the, the lineup, a chance to see uh, Michael Brantley playing the outfield for the first time this spring. George Bringer, Josh Reddick, Yuli Gurriel, Carlos Correa, Robinson Chirinos. It's it's a, a more representative lineup for the Astros than you tend to see in spring training. Yeah, and we're going to see Correa back-to-back days. He's playing shortstop today, DH tomorrow, starting to pile some things up so some of these hitters can get more of a rhythm uh, in their at-bats and their timing and issues uh, of that nature. But we're starting to see Aledmes Diaz move around the field. We're seeing Gurriel play third today, Diaz at second, uh, he'll move around maybe a little bit to the outfield uh, as spring training progresses too. But it is, it's great to see some of these regulars, maybe A.J. Hinch, uh, maybe not so happy with the record so far. <laughs> That's right. Coming up next, we'll hear from Jack Mayfield. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Well, I'm talking to Jack Mayfield here in camp again and playing everywhere as usual. Jack, how's spring training going so far? Oh, it's going great so far. Uh, I'm fortunate to get in there uh, as much as I have lately, and you know I just got to keep keep uh, playing my game. You know, staying consistent, and you know just uh, any way to help the team win. And you know I, I'm there trying to do my job. You know, Jack, every every once in a while you see a certain player, and we see a few in camp right now. But you just look like you're not going to throw away any any at bats. You're ready on on the first pitch. Oh, yeah, that's something I've been uh, trying to work on is, you know, being more aggressive in the zone. You know, that was kind of my uh, fault before. I was, you know, wasn't really ready going in there. I, I like to see a pitch before, but now, you know, I'm trying to be more aggressive in the zone. You know, if it's a good fastball in the zone, you got to be ready to hit it. And, uh, you know, a lot of times that might be the only the only striker, the only best pitch you see. So, you know, the mindset I have is definitely a little bit different. You know, when you're a guy that, that's not used to swinging at the first pitch, 
Isn't it just maddening, though, if, if you roll over on the first pitch and you're just going, man, why didn't I take a look? Absolutely, and that's how it was before, but that's that's why, uh, you know, we work in the cage and flips and BP and all this stuff because when you do get that pitch, you know, you got to do damage to it. So that's that's what all the hard work, uh, that's where it comes into play is to, to be ready for that. When you put your head on a swivel here in this clubhouse and you can look around you're seeing stars everywhere, is it intimidating when you first get in here? Because I know you've been here around here long enough now not to let it get to you, but what was it like the first time? The first time, like you said, it was definitely intimidating. I was a little nervous, you know, a little shy coming in here and would kind of just keep to myself. But, uh, you know, being here a couple of years, it definitely is a little more relaxing for me. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great experience because I get to see how these guys work and prepare. And that's my favorite thing is, like, watching how each one of those, those guys that have been in the league for so long, how they prepare each day and their routines. I, I definitely like watching that. And, you know, I just pick apart little things from each guy and try to add it to my arsenal. Is there anything specific that you've taken from, like, a Bregman or an Altuve that you've, you've taken into your hitting routine? Um, nothing particular, but uh, I just I just like the little the little techniques that they do that they focus on. You know, staying short to the ball. You know, staying in in their stride really good, staying in their their body really strong. And so that's kind of the main thing I've been focusing on. And uh, you know, watching them do it every day it definitely helps me. We're talking to Jack Mayfield. Jack, uh, your personal life last 14 months has changed a little bit. Tell everybody about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, our little son, me and Jackie, we have a son, Jackson. And, uh, you know, he definitely keeps us on our toes now that he's starting to walk. He's, I mean, he doesn't want to walk on his own, but he's getting really close. Uh, Mama's got to be in the outfield on the berm, you know, because <laughs> he likes to <laughs> run around too much. So he doesn't sit still like he did last year. So she, uh, she's definitely got her, her hands full while I'm in the game, you know. So she, she's kind of upset sometimes. She's like, I don't really get to watch the game anymore because i got to watch Jackson. But, uh, you know, it's great to have them here for the whole camp for sure. What, how has that changed your perspective on, on just your career? I mean, having that little guy and you, you, you're responsible for him. Absolutely. It's, it's changes your mindset big time. Like you said, uh, you know, he comes first in everything we do. But uh, I definitely, you know, want to set a good example. I'm here working hard every day. I come early, you know, and, you know, want to set a good example for, her, for him, for her, for everybody, all my, all my friends and family back home, you know, and just let them know that I'm, you know, working my hardest and, you know, I'm going to give it everything I got every day. Where's the power come from the last two seasons? You've hit 36 home runs the last two years. Where's that coming from? Uh, I don't know. Switch? Was there was there a launch angle? What was it? No, not really a, a switch in particular. Uh, you know, I've kind of always had a little bit of power for my size, of course. Uh, I think I just use my body in the right way. You know, I'd, I'm not too, you know, too handsy or not too, you know, different things like that. I just kind of use it all in, in, in the good force. Uh, that's kind of what I think. I use my hips good coming across. And, you know, last year I focused a little bit on playing, and that kind of helped my launch angle a little bit. But it's not something to really worry about. It's more about getting your body in the right position. And if you're in the right position, then you can kind of let it eat a little bit more. And that's what I've been focusing on this year is, you know, staying in there better in my stride, and then I can, you know, swing a little bit harder. And so that's what I've been focusing on, and hopefully it pays off this year again like it has uh, the last couple of years. All right, that's one of the prospects for the Astros. That's Jack Mayfield. Thanks for catching up. It's fun to watch you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. And there's a strike on the outside corner. Please to be joined by Brian McTaggart. Astros beat writer for MLB.com. Always good to see you, Brian. Yes. And 
some news as this pitch misses outside with uh, Colin McHugh apparently dealing with back soreness, which is why he came out of the, his start after just one inning, was scheduled to go two. Yeah, he said that combined with uh, the weather in case it started raining uh, that second inning, which it didn't. But he he downplayed it. He said it was uh, he's dealt with back soreness his whole career. So, but they just playing uh, playing on the side of playing it safe. So, but uh, yeah, just got the one inning instead of the the two that he had hoped. Did he say where that soreness was in his back? No, he didn't say specifically. Uh, lower back. Yeah, he did, AJ said on the broadcast actually told uh, told the guys over on TV that it was lower back. So okay. we were in the, we were in the clubhouse watching AJ on TV, and he said McHugh had a sore lower back, and then McHugh walked out. And we're like, hey, how's your back? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you scooped him. That's right. Yeah. Well, you hope obviously first spring training outing. Still lots of time that uh, it winds up not being anything serious and if it isn't there's still plenty of time i mean that's one thing people complain about spring training being too long and i think they're right most of the time but gives you a lot more time with with stuff like this as diaz drives this one pretty deep to left field ranging over the new left fielder that's chuck taylor makes the catch a step in front of the warning track and there is one out Chuck you Taylor's got to have an endorsement, right? <laughs> Chuck Taylor? I don't think Converse makes cleats anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's Chuck Taylor in left, Brandon Snyder in right, Wilmer Defoe, the shortstop. The new shortstop is Garcia. That's Luis Garcia. And also Rowdy Reed's now catching. So we're joined by Brian McTaggart of MLB.com. Aled Mies Diaz flying out. And now it's Derek Fisher, who's one for two with a single and a walk. Ryan, what did you gather from the information that we heard about Josh James earlier this morning? Yeah, just a, uh, a quad strain that he suffered Sunday after his live bullpen session. Um, Josh told me he, he was working out, lifting weights, and, and strained his quad. So you um, got a chance to talk to Josh? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he said that uh, you know it was obviously disappointing. You know, He did play catch today, so um, it's just a matter of not having a time now to get him built up and get the inning. So, you know, I know that's got to be disappointing for him and a lot of Astros fans I mean I, I was really looking forward to seeing him as well just with his electric stuff so mm-hmm. um, you know he's still got a shot to make the club out of the bullpen and um, but you know it wouldn't surprise me if he's you know in the rotation maybe at AAA to start the season now and AJ saying today he's going to go with likely go with five outfielders so you have you know one less spot now in the bullpen as well. Derek Fisher grounds run right at the second baseman Garcia who throws him out and there are quickly two outs as Tyler White will come to the plate. That's a very contrary roster construction for A.J. Yeah. from the last couple of seasons, right? Yeah, he loved that extra pitcher. Um, but, yeah, you don't have Marvin Gonzalez anymore who can, who's like two guys, right? So yeah. losing him. And, you know, the first month of the season, you have the, the four off days. And and probably more than anything is the fact that Kemp and White are both out of options. So um, And they were kind of the two guys that are going to be jostling for that last roster spot. So unless you want to lose one of them, likely lose one of them you know they're both gonna have to make the club so that then you know who else is not gonna make it so right. um, so if the, you know so it looks like they will both make the club they'll carry five uh, five outfielders oh one to white that's grounded up the third baseline that is just foul picked off by Sanchez but a foul ball but the way that they've used Jake Marisnik it seems like when they're winning a game and they put him in there in the seventh or eighth inning for defensive purposes and things get flipped around a little bit more he's more of a the type of player that's more specialized than Kemp, who you could see garner more at bats, don't you think? Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah, I yeah I, I could see Kemp definitely getting more at bats, uh, and and he he did a nice job too, especially when he's sitting down at the bottom of that order and mm-hmm. um, getting on base and, and making things happen and, and flipping that lineup over. But 
That role Marisnik serves, though, is so so important. I mean, we've seen so many times that, um, you know, the great catches that he makes, you know, especially late in games right. and if they're in big ballparks. Uh, so it's really a luxury to have Marisnik and, and have a guy like Kemp as well from, from the left side. And then, then you have three starting outfielders who are pretty good at what they do as well now that, now that Brantley's on board. Oh, two to White's way outside and low. Do you think uh, with the news of Josh James this morning, McHugh doesn't sound real serious, no. but with the sore back, do you think that's going to – trigger the front office to maybe consider maybe going after another pitcher perhaps I don't think so no I mean it's still so early and I mean and they you know they like you know they like Peacock and they like Framber and we all know they love the young guys the the Corbin Martins and the Forrest Whitley's I mean they're going to come later obviously they're not they're not going to break camp with the club but um, you know I'd be if the Q thing now if that lingers and becomes a deal then then I think so but it sounds like it's not going to be anything major with him could you say Forrest Whitley and Corbin Martin those names back to back in the Nolan Ryan draw yeah let's hear it well I like Forrest Whitley and Corbin <laughs> Martin <laughs> <laughs> I think they're good pitchers <laughs> to, to the white and that's hit off the hands fisted in a shallow center field that'll dunk in front of Michael Taylor and white is aboard with his second hit both of his hits have come with two strikes as we talk with Nolan Ryan. I mean Brian McTaggart of uh, MLB.com. I feel like Nolan Ryan's listening now and wants to <laughs> throw a fastball at me. He's going to be waiting for you after you're give done you with some, this. Give you some chim music. <laughs> well, and, you know, talking about Martin and Whitley and also J.B. Bukowskis, how significant do you think it was that A.J. Hinch today said, hey, those guys are not in the running for that fifth starter spot, which I think we all probably right. knew, but for him to actually say that seemed pretty significant. Yeah, I think so, and... Um, you know, it's good for them. I mean, they know what they're coming here to do. I mean, Whitley is, is working on a lot of stuff mechanically. I mean, you can see it, you know, in his bullpen today with uh, his follow-through and trying to get down the mound a little bit better. Um, you know, it's more than anything, it's a, it's a chance for these guys to be around the Major League staff, um, around the Verlanders and the, and the Coles, and, and uh, get together with those guys and, and learn without the pressure of having to try to make the big league club. Reed hits a ground ball that Garcia fields. He throws Reed out at first as the inning comes to an end. Astros strand one. Brian McTaggart, MLB.com. Always good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. All right, by. guys.